Eurovision broadcaster Lisa Jane Lewis. OK UK president Alastair Rendell. All out Eurovision. everyone lisa jane lewis here again with the next rehearsal rundown today 
We are running down the rehearsals of the second half of the second semi-final. And joining me as my guest today is, we lovingly refer to him as El President. He is the president of OGAE, which is the official fan club uh, for the UK. It's Alistair Rendell. Hi, Alistair. Hello. Hi, Liz Jane. Good to talk to you. And you, I feel like it's been, uh, you know, for, well, it has been forever since we've, sh- we've seen each other, but we've seen each other online, so I guess that's something. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's there's been a lot of a lot of Eurovision online action over the last over the last twelve months. Would be nice to actually see people in person again. Yeah, absolutely. How how's it been as sort of president? You're sort of like the 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 sort of head honcho fan for the UK in in, in an official capacity, I, and you sort of are, are the leader of this merry band of <laughs> Eurovision. Um, how how has that been? I mean, I'm sure it's been very different to what you expected when you signed up for the job. Yes, yeah, didn't didn't expect I'd, I'd you know, well, A a contest would be cancelled and then B we'd all be remote for for this one, but it, it's been it's been good actually. The fan community's really kind of pulled together. Interestingly, we've actually seen a growth in uh, in membership over the last few months. I think that's because um kind of because so much has been done online, it's perhaps been seen as a bit more accessible. Mm. Um sometimes your original can be seen as a bit not exactly elitist, but you know, if you want to enjoy it properly, you know, people are travelling to national finals people are traveling to the contest itself now because there's not been any of that over the last few months it people have found it easier just to you know join a zoom party come to one of our quizzes you know just meet meet fellow fans in a much more relaxed and informal environment yeah it's been great i mean i've joined in obviously i'm a member of the club Mm. um and i've joined in with some of the quizzes and uh and some of the activities that have been going on and it's been really good so so you know thank you actually for for organizing all that it's really fun. Partly because I get bored so easily, and if I didn't have <laughs> these things to do, I'd have gone completely mad by now. So it's kept me sane, if anything else. Well, there is that too. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, shall we get on and uh, run down the rehearsals for uh, today, which is the second half of the second semi-final? And just to remind everyone, these are the first rehearsals that we're watching. So this is the first time that the artists have been on the stage, that they've been able to see what it looks like in the actual stage rather than on computer-generated imagery or on a stage that they've been using in, in their home country. So uh, first rehearsals and um, kicking us off this morning, very first thing, was Georgia. Um, Alistair, what did you make of the Georgian rehearsal? Well, see, I, I don't know how to comment on this one because I had a few technical problems. I only got to the very final run through oh. and I felt for that final run through, he was kind of just not exactly mucking around with his voice, but he wasn't, he definitely wasn't doing it properly. He was sort of humming along at one point. He was getting all kind of deep voiced, felt like he was just, you know, trying to get his bearings on the stage and wasn't really focusing on the actual singing. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's a simple, you know, from what I did see, it's a pretty simple act. It's effective. Um, there's moody lighting which you'd expect for a song like this but i think i need to wait to see this one in its second run through to get a to get a real uh, feel of what it's going to be like um but blue lighting and there's a lot of blue lighting this year there, there is a lot of blue isn't there yellow pink and blue are the colors of the yeah. year i mean we we always get those colors because they are very television friendly and they're very stage friendly so you're always going to get you know those in in some kind of combination but it does seem to be more noticeable this year yeah i agree with you on that front um so i saw this rehearsal for georgia of course i've seen all of them um and i think one thing we know we can rely on georgia to bring an epic led 
presentation. Their, their video content is always fantastic. Um, and that's no exception this year. Um, but as for the performance element of it, I mean, I felt that was a bit lacking, but I'm also really aware that a number of these rehearsals have spoken about it in the other ones are just pace and place rehearsals. That's what they're for. They're just getting the pace of the song, how it feels in the in the arena and the placement of cameras and lights and all kinds of things like that. So um, whilst the tech crew have had a chance to do that with the standing rehearsals, the artists haven't had a chance to do that with the tech crew. That will, so it's. A, I feel like it's a bit of a getting to know you kind of rehearsal. And yeah, I think I'm, you're right, he I'm, wasn't. I'm, that's, that's absolutely fine. You know, yeah. they need that kind of safe space to kind of get to know what it's like and, you know, where, where are the cameras and how does the, you know, the lighting can look great on paper, but then when you're actually in in the, the arena on the on the stage, do you actually think, oh, actually, that needs to be a bit darker or that needs to be a bit brighter? So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And those are the kind of things that they can tinker with. There yeah. are, you know, there are some things that once you arrive and you've requested something and it's been programmed and set, in, you know, set into the mix then that's it you ca you can't change that but that you can change things like lighting levels sound levels costume even can be tweaked and mm -hmm. changed so um we what we're seeing now is very much not the done deal so um i'm asking everyone to to just judge based on what they've seen today which i know is really difficult whether you think georgia will qualify or not i think it's a miss i think this is not going to qualify i'm afraid no, I agree with you on that front. I, I don't think this is going to qualify. I don't think the song is strong enough. And even when he's performing at his best, because we have seen him perform it, I, I just don't think there's enough there. Given what else is going on in the semi-final, I just don't see how this is going to make that final 10. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Okay, let's move on to the second final uh, rehearsal that we had today, which was um, Albine... <laughs> Al Albina, I just had Croatia in my mind. And what's wrong with me? <laughs> Albania. I'm That's glad, the one. I'm glad Albina is not representing Albania. That would be I confusing. Think, I don't think I'd be able to do any radio broadcast about it at all. Um, Albania, which was represented by Angela. Oh, gosh. Um, it's been a long day, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> only day four. I've I really know, lost track I of know. all the sense of time. I know. Um, what did we make of this rehearsal, Alistair? What did you think? So coming into the contest, I was a bit kind of, oh, it's Albania doing what Albania do. It's a, it's a decent sounding woman, you know, belting out a typical Balkan ballad. And it is, but she does it incredibly well. I mean, this was one of the real standout rehearsals for me, not just today, in fact, of the, of the past four days. Um, she's just alone on stage, but she doesn't look alone or she doesn't look lost you know she owns the stage she's a confident performer a competent singer she belts out the vocals the lighting is really dramatic it's all kind of red fire and smoke she doesn't need dancers kind of getting in the way and trying to trip her over she is the focus and she owns that stage and i think this is actually going to do pretty well we'll come to whether i think it's a qualifier or not in a moment but um yeah this was this was one of the standouts for me today Oh, absolutely. I, you will not be surprised because you know my taste in music. <laughs> you will not be surprised to know that this was very much in my top 10 heading into the contest because I love nothing more than a Balkan ballad. Um, so I was really excited to see this and also quite nervous to see this because you never quite know 
we've had so many, you know, what is traditionally called the Balkan ballad, that you kind of think they must be running out of ideas as to how to stage them at some point down in the Balkans. But it appears not yet. So that's fantastic. Um, and I, like you, I was really pleased with this. I was really surprised by it. I knew she could sing it. I knew she could sing it well. Um, and I knew that, you know, they would do something nice with it on stage. But I really think they've elevated what was already a really good song into, you know, something that is a, a real contender for a decent a decent spot. Yeah. Yeah, and there was there was one bit of the performance where there was almost a hint of the hint of the fuego about it. I think she did a bit of a big hair flip, and then she kind of looked like she was in shadow of the big red background. And it was a really striking image. Nothing wrong with uh, referencing something like fuego. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, so, I mean, I I feel like I don't actually need to ask you, but uh, do you think this is going to qualify? If you'd have asked me this 24 hours ago, I'd have said no, but tonight I'm saying definitely yes. Yes, me too. This is firmly... I think I had this pre-rehearsal qualifiers. Yes, I did. Um, and it's still very much there. Um, and wishing the Albanian delegation really well, because oh, I would love Albania to win one day, wouldn't you? I'd love to go to Toronto. Oh, desperate to go to Toronto, but I'd love to go to Festivali Kungus at some point. Me but too. To in Albania would be amazing. No, I, I would love to go there. In fact, there's quite a little group of us that keep saying, oh, I'd love to go to the Albanian national final. We're like, I'm well, always worried I'm going to get snowed in and be stuck in Tirana for Christmas. <laughs> there's worse places, surely. Well, true. <laughs> uh, and Montenegro is next door. So if you know if we do, we can just go to Slappers. We'll be fine. Absolutely. All fine. Yeah, you can put us up. No problem. Oh, oh gosh. Cammy. Goodness. <laughs> Absolutely could. Right. Um, let's move on to the uh, next rehearsal, which was Portugal. Uh, now, I have said this, I mean, people know I am not generally attuned to the Portuguese sound. Is that a fair way to say it? I think it is. And, you know, going into today, I was like, oh, it's Portugal. I'm sure it's fine. But it won't be anything that I'm that interested in. And then it started. And I was like, oh, oh, maybe I am more interested than I thought I was. Um, what did you make of it? Yeah, and I'd take a pretty similar view. Portugal, you know, it's it's never been my favourite Eurovision country for a number of years, not since the, the early '90s, really. Um, I just failed to kind of really get into a lot of a lot of their songs, and this one had really kind of passed me by. Um, I liked their performance. I thought it was very striking in terms of, again, the colour. There's a really good use of colour this year. Um, sort of the blues and the gold, the oranges, uh, and that sort of cityscape backdrop looked really good. Uh, but I still just can't think who's going to be voting for it. The only kind of comparison, I think, is remember Armenia a few years ago qualified with Lonely Planet, the similar type of singer, similar type of sort of mid-tempo song that passed people by, but ended up looking quite good on, on TV and, and attracting enough people to vote for it. it. It's a classy performance and Pedro can definitely sing very well. Um, and that, like I say, that transition from the black and white uh, to the colour in the second verse is, is really effective. I just can't quite see if it's got enough legs to get it into the into a qualifying spot. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. I was talking about it earlier as well. And, I you know, my thought was I can't, I can't, quite think that the people who would like this are not the people who are going to be watching the semi-final 
of Eurovision. I feel like Romania has that same issue as well. The mm, people who will mm. really like that song are not the people who are going to be watching this show. So it's it's maybe the right the right song and the right performance just on the wrong show. Yeah, um, and it's not it's not bad by any means. No, no, you know, no, not at all. Yeah, they prove that they can. You know, they're a decent band and they can and they can sing. But yeah, I agree. I just don't know where those votes would be coming from. When's the last time we had a guitar solo in the middle of a middle of a song though? That's been a while. Oh god, yeah, definitely. Was it Ogene? And that was only a really short one. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get you don't get many guitar solos at Eurovision these days. No, you don't. So, you know, more more power to them for that. <laughs> so, um what are you saying then? Is this going to qualify or not qualify? No, not a qualifier. Uh, I I suspect that this one is not going to qualify, but I think it's going to come at like 11th or 12th yeah i think it, it's not going to come last because no I, no no yeah poland might have that space yeah. reserved but um yeah it's going to do okay but not enough to get it through to the final yeah i i think so i think it's going to be one of those ones that sort of misses out but only narrowly rather than an absolute yeah. flop all out eurovision
Know that you're worth saving and getting up is all you got. Um, so then we move on to Bulgaria, who were next. And there's been, I don't know about you, I haven't seen an awful lot of kind of hints or anything about this. So to me, this was a bit of a mystery as to what Bulgaria were going to do. Yeah, I guess because their their preview video, you know, was was very kind of sort of, you know, had a specific theme. And you didn't really get any sense from that what the live performance was going to be like. Mm. Um, you know, we didn't really get any sense from their you know, national final, which was sort of, you know, an online thing, what, what it was going to be like. So, yeah, it was it was a surprise for, for all of us. And it was I mean, I this is not one of my favorite songs this year, but she is definitely a good singer. I loved her song last year. I do think last year she had a she had a better one. So it's a shame we never got to see that. But in terms of the visuals, this was actually one of the the strongest. Um, it looked really good on on TV. She was perched on this plinth in the rock again. Really nice sort of blues and oranges. Um, and then was it like waterfall or sand mm. or dust kind of falling kind of around her? Um, really effective. And yeah, I think of. They should be they should be happy with their effort today. I, I'm really pleased to see Bulgaria sort of come back strong, if you like. Um, they they just they have they've had an interesting journey with Eurovision Bulgaria. They're sort <laughs> of they're, they're very sort of up and down. It's it's an erratic timeline if you go back and look at it. Um, and I I think on the surface that looks a bit weird but i think when you begin to understand it what you understand is that bulgaria do take risks and risks don't always pay off yeah. but sometimes they do and i feel like this was a bit of a risk on a sort of fairly young singer with a sound that is not traditionally associated with eurovision i don't want to say a eurovision song because that doesn't exist um but I think this is a risk that has paid off for Bulgaria, actually. I think this is really, really nice. I'm a bit like you. I, I found the song okay going into it. There's nothing wrong with it, but it wasn't the sort of thing I would sit down and choose to listen to. But it really did pique my attention as well today. Yeah, I think because because the visuals are very unique, it looks very different to any of the others. It kind of mm. it kind of hooks you in as a viewer. So whether even if you're not kind of really warming to the song, or the song may not be sticking out for you, if you're especially if just a casual viewer, I know you don't quite get quite so many in the semi-finals, but you'll remember it when it comes to the recap. You'll remember it when it comes to thinking, oh, I quite like that one. I might vote for that. It, yes, it is very memorable, isn't it? Yeah. You, you think, oh yes, the girl sat on the rock. I remember her. I remember I liked that. I'm gonna. I'm going to put one of my votes in for that or whatever. <laughs> so what do you think, Alistair? Is this qualifying or is this not qualifying? Yeah, this is qualifying. Wouldn't be in my top 10, but I think it's qualifying. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I think this is a, 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 a surefire qualifier in the top half of the semi-final as well. Representing Finland. Put your middle fingers up, take a shot, throw it up and don't stop.
Don't waste your prayers, they can save us Rush down off the sick and dangerous Put your middle fingers up, take a shot, throw it up and don't stop After lunch, uh, we moved on to Finland. Alistair, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hand over to you. Finland. So, 20 years ago, almost exactly 20 years ago, in early May 2001, I went to see Linkin Park in Did concert you? because Linkin Park were one of my favourite bands. Were so, they? So I have to say, I'm a little bit biased, and and I love this. I didn't come away from the end of the performance thinking, wow, that was unexpected or wow, that was different. You know, they did exactly what you'd expect them to do. It was almost identical to their national final performance, which of course won't mean anything to about 99% of people watching the contest. So that doesn't really matter, but it was, it was, it was good. It was solid. It stands out on stage and especially coming after Bulgaria, it really wakes you up. I absolutely agree. And Alistair, I think we are, almost exactly the same age aren't we i think we are both jubilee babies aren't we 27 or are you oh, a bit no, younger I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little little younger i hit the big 4-0 uh, in just a few days time oh do you so, okay yeah. oh do you well happy birthday for that um <laughs> okay well, so we're not the same age exactly but we are of a, a similar era we are of the lincoln park era yeah. and i too very much liked lincoln park back in the back in the millennial period was wonderful <laughs> Um, I never did see them in concert, so you have one up on me there. Um, however, I feel like this song just, I want it to be Linkin Park and not Blind, what are they called? Blind Channel. Blind Channel. I was going to say mm. Blind Side. I knew that was wrong. Blind Channel. <laughs> um, yeah, I sort of, I, I'm sort of just disappointed that it's not actually Linkin Park singing it. Um, it's not the kind of music that I listen to. It's not the sort of thing that I tune into a, a, anymore. This is not my cup of tea at all so again a bit like portugal i was a bit like uh whatever i'm not i'm not yeah. too bothered about it and i hadn't seen it i don't think i'd even seen the whole of the national final performance because i didn't watch the finnish national final this year so i was a bit like but like, I'd, I'd seen a bit of it and i was like oh that's not for me and i'd sort of written it off and then when i saw it today i was like oh this is not anywhere near as bad as i sort of thought it was or remembered it being or whatever so i was if I'm being honest, pleasantly surprised, really. It, it does tick all the, you know, yeah. Linkin Park rock boxes. It's accessible metal, for want of a better word. Um, I thought it was all right. Yeah, it, it does all the right things in all the right places. Yeah. You can describe it like that. I felt it slightly lacked something. I don't know why, and I can't put my finger on what. Um, there were some pyros in the final run through. I think they could probably over overplay that a bit more. I think if yes. you're going to have a song like that, just go for it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we remember um, RVS from Hungary two, yes. three years ago. Um, and they were, you know, they were just like, you know, what fire do you want? Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> you know, the only, literally the only thing they didn't have that, you know, was on the pyro menu was the curtain. Yeah. They had everything else. And I feel like the Blind Channel could, you know, Finland, Finland are not a 
poor country, they can stump up for a bit more pyro. Put a bit more petrol in the cans, lads. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't think stage pyro actually uses petrol, just saying. <laughs> that would be quite dangerous, but, you know. Um, so, what do you, what do you think? Is this qualifying? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put me on the spot. It's a definite yes. Yeah, I, th- I think it is. We've, we've seen songs like this come through the ranks before. They, they're not commonplace but they do pop up yeah and i think um, that's why they come through the rankings because they're not commonplace you know yeah. rock, even the very poppy end of rock which this is um you know is not a big genre eurovision it'll be interesting to know if it does make it to the final how people then compare it to the italian song which is a much more contemporary rock song yes it very much is um I'm, I'm interested to see that as well and i think that when it gets to the grand final it will you know it will just fade into the shadow of italy to be honest yeah um and like i said we've we've just kind of seen that happen with songs like this before they do get a little bit of a swelling from the fans which does help them you know get through the semi-final and then by the saturday night the saturday night crowd are the ones who are you know sitting in their living rooms with their mates having a drink or not with their mates this year um (laughs) having a drink dressed up in you know flags with bunting hanging off the light shades and stuff they're not interested in in lincoln park old you know yeah they want a euro banger yeah they do exactly that they want euphoria yeah and this is not euphoria um but they seem like nice lads i've seen some of their uh seen some of their interviews they've done they seem like nice lads and good luck to them. I wish them well. Um, I I'm, I'm always a fan of Finland at Eurovision, one of my favourite countries. So they get extra extra points there just for just for being from Finland. Just for being Finnish. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we have to remember what Finland's one and only win is. Of um, course, they've got my degree there. Therefore, we expect that Finland will bring something. Absolutely. A bit different and a bit rockier, a bit, you know, a bit like this. This feels very Finnish to me. Oh, yes. If you, if, you, if you were kind of, you know, to transport someone into a bubble and say, listen to this song, which country is this from? I think most fans would know straight off. Yeah, that's yeah. Like Finland. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's move on to Latvia, to the Queen of the Night, Samantha Gina. I mean, she's a character, isn't she? <laughs> oh, yes. I, 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 this, I'm not a fan of this song. I'm sorry. I wasn't a fan of the song last year and not a fan of the song this year. It's it's one of my one of my two least favourites. But, Ooh. you know, she can she can definitely sing. Vocals didn't give any cause for concern. Okay. My kind of one problem with this one, actually, today is, look, I, I don't like it. I think it's a bit bonkers. The performance was actually a little more pedestrian than I expected. I actually expected it to be a bit more out there. I mean, you had the the backing singers with the visors that they've made a return from 2020, which is good. But it it felt like she's just sort of strutting around the stage, belting it out. It lacked that slight quirky bonkersness that I was expecting it to have. Yeah, I agree. A a bit like Moldova, really, yesterday. Yes, yes, similar. Um, But again, I do think that both Moldova and and Latvia, as we're talking about now, I feel like these were they were very much pace and place rehearsals. Yeah. Something's coming, isn't it? In the, yeah, the next I, run through. I do think so. Whether they have pyro or not, we seem to have seen those countries that are using pyro have already used them at least for the sort of their last run mm. on their first rehearsal. So I'm not convinced that we're going to get any more pyro added to the mix this year. Um, but maybe we are. Sometimes people don't use it at the first rehearsal. They'll wait until the second rehearsal to use it um, because it's expensive. Yes. Which also, but that also suggests to me that Moldova or Latvia don't have it because 
it is expensive. And these are two countries that don't have a massive, you know, huge budget to, yeah. be able to come and do Eurovision, um, which is a shame because both those songs could benefit from a bit of fire, to be honest. They, they just need something to lift the performance a bit. It was, yeah. Yeah, it, it looked fine. Like I say, she's you know a very good singer, but uh, yeah, it was it was it was lacking lacking the slight bonkers factor that I wanted it to have. Because even though I don't like it, I kind of wanted it to have that slightly out there feel. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, anyone who knows me will know that I will celebrate her wearing green because yes, you do you like know, the green. <laughs> I I'm very much into anybody wearing green. That's why I love. Portugal two years ago because they were dressed in green and I, did, I did end up loving the song as well but you know when I saw them walk on the stage and they were wearing green I was like oh uh, there's my boy <laughs> exactly so she of course gets huge points from me for the green dress which I do think looks great on her um, but I'm a bit like you it's just a bit lacking in something but I hope that that is to come in the second rehearsal it might be that what it's lacking and I feel like this is true for some of the others as well it's lacking an audience yeah, it's quite noticeable, isn't it? That sort of empty arena they're performing to. Yeah, and we're used to seeing rehearsals done, you know, in an arena with only, you know, a few tech people standing mm. who can applaud you at the end. But it'll be interesting to see how some of these songs that we have been talking about, how they do change once you've got the, um, the audience in the arena. Yeah, because sometimes that reaction from the audience, I was, I was thinking that today, actually, because yeah. you get to the end of the rehearsal and then the feed just cuts. And I think you need that sort of few seconds afterwards to kind of, you know, the camera then sweeps across the crowd and you see the reaction that can almost then lift you as a viewer to think, actually, yeah, that is really good. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You, you don't get that. It's a very cold kind of right cut. That's the ending. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be interesting to see how they do that. I mean, they've mm. got their socially distanced, you know, three, three and a half thousand strong yeah. audience. Yeah. And of course, the floor of the arena is the green room, the entire yeah. floor. So the, the cheering crowd, for people who haven't sort of seen and know what's going to happen, the cheering crowd, if you like, the flag wavers are in the um, stadium seating around the edge of the arena. And then the stage and the green room is going to take up the entire floor of the arena. It's a huge stage. It's a huge arena. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be interesting as well. How they're getting shots through the green room. Are they going to do that? Are they going to have cameras up in the stands? I'm interested to see how that's all going to work. Yeah, not long now till we find out. Absolutely. Um, so Latvia, are they qualifying or not? No. 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 I agree. Representing Switzerland. Et c'est le vent qui frôle Sa main sur mon épaule Le vide dans ma tête Pas la moindre cachette C'est l'aube qui décline Derrière un champ de ruines Le moment de grandir Ne pas te retenir Je vois derrière nous des morceaux de toi
amour qui nous tord. Je Is this, is, this is our penultimate, isn't it? Yes, it our is, penultimate yes, of the day. There's been so many rehearsals. I guess. <laughs> um, our penultimate of the day is Switzerland. Um, John's tears. Now, I'm going to let you go because I've got to think of something to say about this. <laughs> so this is my second favourite song um, of the whole contest. Um, absolutely love it. What's your really favourite li- out of interest? Uh, we'll be talking about it in a very few Oh, will we? Time. Oh, yes, oh, I knew that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, carry on. So I've got my two favourites right at the end of the semi, second Great. semi-final. So, yeah, I mean, he, he is a fabulous singer. He can he can do it live. Um, I know a kind of doing a falsetto can grate on some people, but I think he carries it off and, you know, manages to hold those notes for the whole three minutes. Um, staging looks good, that sort of dark backdrop and a real kind of dramatic light show towards the end what i kind of found odd was his sort of eric sada-esque type movements on stage he was sort of jerking and writhing around and doing things with his arms and it just it just was a bit distracting i just didn't think it needed that at all um because you know he doesn't need that it's a good song in its own right and he's a good singer it was kind of like just just, just rein it in a bit john rein it in okay great this is one of my least favorite songs <laughs> There has to be one or two that we disagree on. Absolutely. Or, or, you know, polarity of the universe would be Exactly, exactly. Um, And there's two that we disagree on, and we're going to talk about the next one. Quite soon. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, this is one of my least favourite songs. I find it incredibly dull. it, It just has nothing in it that grabs me and makes me think, oh, yes, I want to listen to that again. I felt like the... Here's what I feel like it is. I feel like it's... Duncan Lawrence's arcade, our current, you know, winner, with the staging of Bulgaria's Beautiful Mess. I feel like it's a hybrid of those two. Mm. And both those songs did very well. Clearly, one won and one came second. So I can't fault them for looking at, you know, what is appealing to the voting audiences of Europe. However, it just it just feels a bit something and nothing to me. I just don't get it. 
I mean, I, I did prefer his song last year. So he's, you know, he's gone all the way from being my like favourite in the contest to the second favourite. <laughs> Um, oh, I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I was talking about this with someone today and we, we were trying to work out, you know, is, are people going to make a comparison with Arcade or, you know, it won two years ago. I know it's kind of a bit of a, a second lease of life through TikTok, but are we, are we as kind of fans in the bubble in danger of, you know, making easy comparisons? Because you're right, it is a bit of a hybrid of those two, but... Or will will the viewers and the jurors on the Saturday night or the Thursday night just think, actually, it's a good song with a good singer? Yes, that's exactly what they'll think. Um, and I, I don't think that it's going to make. I don't think it's going to make a massive difference either way. You know, for me, I don't, I don't particularly like it because of that. But I don't think it's going to make people like go, oh yes, this is just like Arcade. I'm the vote for it. But it's not going to make them go, oh, this is just like Arcade. I'm not going to vote for it. Um, I, I struggle to see a pattern anywhere in the contest history, at least in the last two thirty years, where the two winners side by side have been very similar. They've always been quite different. You sort of think about just even in recent years, Jamala to yeah. Salvador to Netta to Duncan. That's that's not a pattern running through that says, oh, yes, we should do. Yeah, this is the in style at the moment yeah. to be sending a song in. Yeah, exactly. But having said that we've never had a two-year gap before so you know all, all bets are off on that score because we don't know yeah because if you go back and look at every other year you do begin to find not the same you, you know you can begin to see some similarities you know Conchita's big kind of dramatic storytelling yeah two years later you've got Jamala's big you know different songs different styles with big dramatic storytelling um you know we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see I mean Arcade, still my probably my favourite Eurovision winner ever. Um, so really? I'm, I'm biased. I know, I know. I love a, I love a, I love a moody male ballad. I thought you were with me on in the Molitva camp. That's my second favourite. That was my favourite winner until Arcade came along. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> so Switzerland. I feel like I don't need to ask this question. Is Switzerland qualifying, Alistair? In all the multiple languages they speak in Switzerland, yes. Yes, we da no. Da is uh, Serbian. Ja is German. There we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, yeah, absolutely. I actually think this is going to win the semi-final. Yeah, quite quite possibly, given its, given its place in the running order. Yeah. You might second, be right there. Second to last. It's got a lot of fan love behind it. Um, he's a charming chap. He looks good on screen. Yeah, he comes across as a likeable person. Yeah, he does. The juries will like this. Um and the televoters will like it as well. So as the semi-final goes, I think this is our winner of semi-final two. So, oh, go on then, Denmark. Oh, I love this so much. Go on, go oh, on. Oh, this, this is just brilliant. I mean, I love I love 80s music anyway. Um, and this, is, this isn't even hiding it's an 80s pastiche. It is just, you know, it's out and out there 80s. And there's, there's been far too much blue and pink on the stage over the last few days. But this one, if you're going to paint it any colour, it's got to be, you know, shocking blue and, and neon pink. And they just throw the 80s over this performance in absolute buckets. And I love them for it. And he, he did a good vocal performance, I thought, better than in Melody Grand Prix. And I just think this is such, such a great song to end semi-final with. Um, it just stands out. It's brilliant. Okay. <laughs> um... As you can tell, I, I quite like it. 
Um, and it's lovely to hear Danish at Eurovision. Not heard it for, you know, over 20 years. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, here's the good points. Danish at Eurovision, that's good. I always like when a country brings, even if not an entire song in one of their national languages, part of the song in the national language. And this is all entirely in, da in Danish and that I will absolutely celebrate that. Um, Jesper, is he the lead singer? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, is a great vocalist. He's He's got a really nice voice. He's got a really easy, listenable voice. We've got other great vocalists like John, who we've just spoken about from Switzerland, like Vasil from mm -hmm. um, North Macedonia. Both really, really good, strong male vocalists, but they're you sort of have to stop and listen to them, whereas this is much more of a natural sort of uh, kind of voice quality. Yeah. I feel like it's a really kind of easy listening voice and I, I like that about him. Um, I might have run out of things to say. Go on, go on, move on to the negatives. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's almost everything that you say as a positive, I see as like, oh God, do we really want an 80s throwback? I mean, I would have said up until the ridiculous rehearsal that Poland had yesterday, that Poland had the better 80s throwback song. Um, in the recorded version, that might be true, but in the live version, that is not true yeah. at all. <laughs> Um, for me, this is in direct competition with the Roop from Finland. Because, you know, we get these like little intra competitions that happen within the contest. So you've got, you know, who's your best male solo? Who's your best girl group? Who's your yeah. best, you know, well, this year, female lead with four backing dancers. You know, wh where are the little competitions that happen within the contest? And for me, this, you know, this is in competition with the Roop, which is kind of ironic because the Roop have opened it all up. And the, um, what are they called? Finn and Finn? Fjord of Flammer. Fjord of Flammer, that's them. As you know, I don't speak. Don't, any don't pick me up in my Danish. Sorry about offending the Danes. No, it's fine. And like they're closing the semi finals. Yeah. So I feel like there's, there is quite a nice kind of. Pasty, yeah, sort of bookends, doesn't it? Yeah, the, the, the semi finals are bookend nicely this year. Um, I don't know. I felt like the pyro at the end was a bit rubbish. That was a bit. That was a bit underwhelming. That it was sort of like wasn't really didn't really add anything. It's one, one of those pyros that you know we talk about. It's like oh, that's not enough to light a barbecue, you know. Yeah. So if you're going to do it, then do it. If you're not, then don't. <laughs> don't don't just kind of light half a candle. Hope that will do. So I just uh, I find it all just a bit disappointing. I think it could be. What, what could what can they do differently? That's so. That's the question. What what would make it not disappointing for you? They could be the roof. That would that would be not disappointing <laughs> if they were actually the roof. Um, I think they could make it bigger. I think it's a bit too calm. Like if it's eighties, like go the full eighties. Put a filter on the cameras so you get like an old VHS style filter. Yeah. Like. You know, you know what um, Estonia did in 2017 when everyone was saying mm. about how Verona was like yeah. an 80s and they went and did like a complete Stock Aitken and Waterman style 80s remix of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's brilliant. Um, so, yeah, that's what I feel like I'd like them to do. Like, as I say, put, put an old VHS filter on it and dress more 80s. Like, you know, <laughs> it should be a shell suit. Although there's pyro, they can't mini shell suit because they catch fire. That, that, that could be rather unfortunate. <laughs> very dangerous. <laughs> but I, I do feel like if you're going to do it, just go all in and and do it. There's just a little hint of it's a couple of mates having a laugh on stage, which is both yeah. its endearing thing, but also potentially it's let down. Yeah, it's, 
do you know what it feels like? And you'll appreciate this because you you know and love and run Eurobash. It feels like they should be two fans on Euro, at Eurobash, not yeah. the actual artists on the stage. It feels like a Eurobash cover of something that happened before. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. That's, no, that's not harsh. It's probably quite fair, actually. <laughs> but then you know and love Eurobash, which will be why you... Why you like. <laughs> and I can guarantee someone is going to dress up in a pink jacket over a white t-shirt at Eurobash this year. Down, they're bound to. That's okay, because I am preparing my Destiny costume. I've got my boots <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> right, Denmark, qualifying or not? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I may not like it and, and you know, want to never hear it again after the contest, but it's easily qualifying. Yeah, definitely. Great. So three questions in uh, Roundup, Alistair. What today has been the one rehearsal that took you by surprise? What has been your... Sort of... Albania. Yeah, absolutely. I would... Am I going to say Albania? No, I'm going to say Finland because I really thought it was rubbish and I was really surprised to discover that it's not. Um, what has been your standout rehearsal of the day? I'm For all its criticisms, I still love it, so I'm going to say Switzerland. Okay, cool. Uh, Mine is going to be Albania. Um, What? Now, this doesn't have to be within the rehearsals as such. It could be anything, really. Anything in life. What has made you smile today, Alistair? (laughs) Oh, that's a good question. What has made me smile? That little jump Jesper does onto the raised platform (laughs) towards the end of the song. And part of me thinking, please don't fall over. Please don't fall over. I think it's more a smile of relief that he makes it. Okay, fair enough. That's a good one. Uh, mine is going to come not from the contest, but the bits that have been going on stage. I've been following the uh, content that Eurovision.tv, the official website, I've been putting up, and I've been following the Look Labs with Nikki tutorials. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, and I don't know if you've seen any of them yet, but the one with Manisha from Russia is just glorious. And it made me smile. So I'm actually, and the one with Chisse from uh, yes, I saw Sweden the as well. One. Yeah, both of those two just made me smile so much. They were absolutely brilliant interviews. She's such a great interviewer. Really, yeah. really good. I'm really, really enjoying that. Yeah, no, she's, she's it's been a good addition to the uh, the overall package of what we're getting this year. She's been great. Absolutely has. I agree, and I think she's having the time of her life as well. She certainly yeah. appears to be. Alistair, thank you so much for joining uh, joining me today for this rehearsal rundown. Now, we did say at the beginning, you are president of OGAE. If anybody wanted to dive in and become an official fan of the contest, where can they find us? So you can pop on to the website, www.ogae.uk, uh, click on become a member. The rest is, the rest is the, your future life taking on a new path. It not it just? I did that once and I'm now a member of OGAE and do you know what it's given me, Alistair? It's given me a whole bunch of really cool friends that I really, really love hanging out with. So yeah, I've, absolutely. I, I really enjoy being a member. I, I can't think I would ever not be a member now that I am one. <laughs> <laughs> so I would encourage everybody to do that. OGAE.uk and you can find the details there. Thank you so much for joining me, Alistair. You've got a busy week, as have I, uh, looking at all the rehearsals and press conferences and everything that's going on. Where will you be for the grand final? The grand final, I shall be at the RVT in London, where uh, Eurofest, which is another hat I wear, the club night I run, we are doing a screening uh, and we'll have the lovely Nikki French coming to form and it'll be a chance to catch up with people who I've not seen for over a year, so I can't wait. Even though I'd rather be in Rotterdam, but you know, second best. Well, wouldn't we all? I should be in Essex, so there you go. Excellent. <laughs> There's no comparison to that. Thanks.
thanks everyone for joining us for the rehearsal rundown. I will catch you again in the next show. Thanks for joining us. Representing Denmark. To the